Firestarters with I'm Nina Navarro. Ladies, this one's for you. <laughs> I'm Romney Navarro, and this is Firestarters, a streamlined funding podcast where entrepreneurs share their stories, passions, and the formulas fueling their success. Each week, we talk to extraordinary people about what they do, why they do it, how they make a difference, and how they inspire the people around them. Now, it's time to bring the heat. What I thought was going to be a conversation about welcoming this man back from a year-long trip around the world turned into how to go and shake a bunch of hands at networking events. I'm talking about Aiden Mosier, the lone closure. We're going to be uh, talking to him a little bit about what's up with him, what's next with him, and honestly, how to go and make the most of greasing palms and kissing babies. Successful investors use leverage to get the most from their investments. Streamline Funding provides project financing for home builders and entrepreneurs all across the state of Texas. Visit StreamlineFunding.com or give us a call at 512-250-8575 and speak with a Streamline representative today. We have infinite funding, resources, and expertise to help you grow your business. I've got with me today, Aiden Mosier. Um, I'm excited for a hundred thousand reasons, but um, this is going to be funny. We we get to do this every week. This is fun. He opened up the bottle, his bottle of Woodford Reserve. I've already had two glasses. Sean's already had two glasses, and Aiden just got here. So I've drank about five Romneys, so it's <laughs> it's about time, dude. Aiden Mosier's on the show with me, guys. When I say ladies, this is for you. I say it because. Um, just because this guy's so freaking cool that I think everybody wants a piece. So whatever, maybe, maybe guys, a, this one's for you too, whatever. It's an easy one to live up to, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, let's start it off like that. Guys, you know what's funny? Aiden works with me here at Streamline Funding. We're in the Streamline Funding Studios, you know, here in Austin, Texas. With Aiden's Romney been, Navarro's Brazilian walnut table and <laughs> mahogany wood grain walls. They're, they're real. Don't, don't check the pictures on that one. Yeah, right. And his Tecate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this show brought to you by Tecate. Centerpiece. <laughs> Guys, this dude's been with, with me for, what, four years? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, let's just say four. Yeah. And it's been crazy. And um, I met him. I mean, he's still a young man, I'm, we're, but we're both aging. We're just, I'm just older. Um, I met this guy when he was a young man, and he started doing some really cool things. And, uh, and he kind of just picked up the industry quick, but he was a newbie. You were a greenhorn, big boy. As green as it gets, man. Seriously, green as Gumby. It gets. As, as green as $2 jewelry gets after, <laughs> after a couple months, yeah. Like my wrist, pretty much. Dude, uh-huh. he was so green, um, but he picked it up real quick. And um, I'm not going to say the whole story, but guy's killing it. Uh, before before I let the cat out of the bag, welcome back. You're killing it. You're doing a bunch of great Thank deals. You. You've, Thank you, I've man. seen a handful of them that have been closing, one better than the next. And uh, I think what I want the people to hear today, more than anything, um, is... You know, I think that you're passionate about now that you're quote unquote back and maybe you could share that with them. Yeah, it's just, I mean, just, I am a big fan of getting out there and and getting your face everywhere you possibly can. You know, um, there's a million ways to market in this industry to, to put out, you know, content online, social media, 
sending out direct mail, whatever you can do to, to get things out there. But I, I really think that there is no better way to sell yourself than, than to market yourself and your face and your handshake um, out there kissing babies and, and taking as many business cards as possible. And so that's kind of, I, I, I think, my, my forte and what I, what I really like to, to get after and, and emphasize. Who the hell are you to kiss babies? What's, what makes you so special, my friend? I, I mean, you set yourself in the intro, man. Ah, touche. Touche. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Tell them, tell them a little bit about yourself because these guys that are listening don't know you yet. Actually, that's not true. You've been, you've been with me for a long time. They, we've got a little bit of a, an audience, the, the hundred uh, or a thousand or so out there. Anyway, no, the audience knows you a little bit, but tell them about you, man. Just kind of introduce yourself. If anything, tell them why the hell you're here. Yeah. So I'm, uh, so like Romney said, I've been with Streamline for about four years now. Um, kick it off, not quite straight out of college, but you straight know, out of Compton. We'll, we'll close straight enough. out of East Sixth Street. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> close enough. I won't get too much into detail there. Um, but yeah, I came from a bartender life to writing loans in real estate. So quick change, but you know, it really fell in line with, with me liking to get out there and, and shake hands. Um, it's what I've done from the beginning. Um, but yeah, worked here at Streamline for a while and kind of got the itch to move as um, us millennials tend to do. Um, I'll call myself a millennial. I think I'm- You're I'm, right in the I'm, middle I'm, of yeah, it, dude. Sure, we'll say that. Yeah. Um, and I actually quit and uh, said, Romney, I'm, I'm getting out of here to go travel the world for a while. He actually, was a, it was a double middle finger salute is what it was. <laughs> This one's for you and I, the judge. I'd, I'd poured Tecate <laughs> all over Romney's. That life. was a sad day. Yeah. By the way, that was a that was a tough day. But you've got a better table now because yeah. because I ruined that one. So. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. You know, so it's it's good. Man. You also paid for this one. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So visited about thirty five countries. Um, you know, got out there and and saw what I could of the world. Um, in that part of time before I went crazy and then got back here and these guys were, were gracious enough to, to give me another shot and, and take me back in. It didn't, it didn't take too much convincing. It seemed like, so I was, I was happy about that. Yeah. It felt pretty natural though. Yeah. It was, uh, it was like I never left. Um, but yeah. And so in a way I've, I've kind of jumped out and plugged myself back into this marketplace twice. Now, um, I still had a little bit of a base of people that, that I had around me. Um, but I kind of started over because I took about 18 months off. Um, so now I've twice now I've, I've come in from nothing and gone out and started new networks and, and tried to put people around me by getting out there um, and putting myself in the right position. And so I, I feel like it's, it's really something that I've improved enough at that I almost qualified to talk about. So that's what I, I, I think I'm, I'm here to do. You should edit out the almost part there, Sean. <laughs> Just note to self. So, dude, here's one thing. We have been do we've been doing business for four years. We've obviously been doing writing loans for about what 18 years now. Mm -hmm. And the strategies have changed a little bit. Used to be kind of who you knew, just the basic who you knew. Then it, you know, a bunch of other different ways to go out there and get the business. But remember, I mean, the people that are listening to this, you remember the spectrum. It goes from it goes from the, the freshman, the person that has mm -hmm. never done this before you know, to the, the industry pro, the guy that's just always churning deals all the way to the developer. So that your, your audience is kind of broad here, but generally speaking, we're talking to real estate investors. Um, we're not talking to hard money, how to be a hard money lender with Aiden Mosier. That's not the game. We're talking to the investor, but at the end of the day, they got to go get deals. Mm -hmm. What do we need to do 
to get plugged back into the market. You you got here five years ago, four years ago. You plugged in. It was a little bit you know more difficult because you had no idea where you were at. You you left me, took off, double middle finger salute, and then you came back begging, of course. Um, no, nah, but then you plugged right back in. It worked. Mm-hmm. Plug us back in. Now you know I'm I'm trying to grow my business or do whatever the hell I'm trying to do. Plug us back in. So I think that for me personally, like I said, getting out there, getting in people's faces, um, there's a lot of options for that too, um, from networking groups to, to trade shows, trade groups. If you're a builder, the Builders Association, that's what I'm, I'm kind of hot on right now um, as we here at Streamline continue to grow in, in the best way that we can. And so for me, it's about finding out which one of those is the best fit for you and what's a waste of time. And, and I think that the first and foremost, the most important thing for you to do is just to go. Just get yourself out there. Get to any group you can, if it's a networking group, if it's a trade show, whatever it is, just go. Yeah, so, that, so let's kind of kick it off from there, dude. Break it down, the most important things. The very first thing is what? Go, okay. just, just get out there. You never know how good something's gonna be or how bad it's gonna be until you do. Once you're there, you got to assess and, and figure out pretty quickly if it's the one for you and, and move on to the next one. But, you know, I, I've gone to tech meetups before that have nothing to do with me, nothing to do with real estate. And you're around all these tech people. And guess what? You're the cool person in the room doing real estate <laughs> deals. And everybody wants to talk to you. And so second no, rule number two, go to a place full of nerds. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, dude. You know, nerds here's are, another, nerds are cooler than us these days, man. It's not ooh, Revenge of the Nerds anymore. Another it's, one. Austin nerds are. It's, they show us how to dress, man. God. And you're stylish, so that's saying a lot. Yeah, that's that's a lot to say, actually, and that's so true. I, I felt I felt really stupid today having a conversation with a nerd, and it was uh, and I, you know, I'm very, I love this guy, but I was like, man, this guy's this guy's cooler than me <laughs> by like 10x. So here's here's the thing. Um, when we started doing our networking groups, it was funny. My first step was just go. I mean, there really is no, I guess you could say there's a, a, you could start before you go, you can maybe look it up, you know, do a little research, but that's, that's kind of par for the course. First step, just go. I remember going to my first meetup group. It was like 2010. I mean, I've met people at business networking internationals and stuff like that, but it, there was maybe a little bit more of a purpose. This was like targeted, like the real estate investors group. I went, showed up, and if if I could be just real honest, I was like, God, if this guy's doing it, I could, we could, we could invite people to these groups, and we could do it. So, we ended up starting the investment real estate roundtable back in about 2013. As a result of going to these meetup groups and seeing like the quality wasn't very strong, so let's get some quality. So maybe adding on to your very your first tip of like, what do you do to get started? It's just go. It's like just go, and frankly. If you want to have build a community, if you want to build a little bit of a tribe, if you want to build people that come to you, just go and, and maybe improve it and, and figure out a way to either take ownership of it or, you know, start your own because you, you kind of want to get around people you like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I know Just Go is definitely one of them. What else do you tell somebody that's jumping back in? Uh, I would also say that make sure there's people there that are smarter than you. I mean, obviously it feels good to to be the smartest guy in the room, but you know, that doesn't it help sure you does. improve. It doesn't help you grow at all. So you got to make sure there's some experts there, experts in things that you don't know about, experts in, in things that you do know about and that you can, they can improve you somehow and, and make you better because the only way 
to move forward in this business um, is to surround yourself with the people that are going to help push you there. And if you're not, you're going backwards because everybody else is finding those people. Mm -hmm. So go out there, find them. Don't take the easy way. Make it a little complicated. Put some pressure on yourself. Get out there and get them to push you. Um, I would also say make sure you kind of in that in that same vein, make sure you bring something unique to the group. Um, make sure that you are an expert in something. Not everything, people there, like I said, got to one-up you in something. Like your tech play. Like you go to a tech thing and I've got the real estate card. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Or or me, I like to be the only lender in the room. <laughs> yeah. For, for obvious reasons. You don't want your competition all around you. Um, but you've also just got a different perspective and everybody wants to know, you know, what the people with the money are thinking. And I've kind of got my finger on that pulse. So, yeah. so that's one thing that I really like to stress and I like to, to be different in. If I walk in and there's 20 of me's around there, that's not the spot for me. Yeah. That, I'll, I'll attest to that. I'll also say this, and we, we've been talking about this a little bit on the air, but you got to think about this, man. If you have information in your, in your brain, in your system, in your business that is valuable, interesting, you know, fascinating to other people. Um, the valuable part is, is where I get excited because that means you can monetize it, right? Mm -hmm. But we're talking, we were just talking about right now, like, you know, the, a, a new person in real estate investing has a much greater chance at success on a small deal than they do a big deal. I mean, like a five, it's like a 500% difference. Like mm -hmm. they succeed at $200,000 deals they fail at million-dollar deals. That's not saying it's 100% of the time. It's just the odds are stacked against them in the million-dollar deals, and they're in their favor in the $200,000 deals. So you go into a place like that, and you give them this type of information. That means a ton to these people. And then the other side of the coin is now you go to that place, and now you're going to the community developer, and he's he's talking about you know there's there's a there's a need right now for 5,000 lots in the city of Austin because of X, Y, Z. And you're like, boom. It just... I love the way that those kind of worlds all kind of come together when you get the right group. But when you have the same 10 dudes talk, basically arguing at that point, you're arguing. It's like, no, rookies don't fail. Yeah. Rookies do fail. You have that conversation. That's not a good place to be. And honestly, your business, it may, I think you said it like takes a step back mm -hmm. compared to take a step forward. Maybe that was based on IQ, but that was something else. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It's all there. So the first one was, of course, just go. The next one, of course, is surround yourself or make sure that there are people smarter than you there. Uh, for the record, that's a very hard uh, thing for me to do <laughs> just uh, for so many reasons. That's why Romney's got a lot of mirrors. In his <laughs> I office. don't have many friends just, also. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to see his equals. <laughs> that and other things. Um, so bring something unique to the group. You know what, man, that might actually be the nugget that's taken away from this thing because oftentimes people go just to meet and greet and shake, bring value. Mm hmm. Bring value. Whatever you're working on, tell somebody about it. It means something to you. It means something to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and with that, make sure that there's an opportunity for you to shine. You yeah. know, there's a lot of places that have rigid structures and you walk in and, and you know, they tell you from start to finish what you're going to do and, and what you're going to leave with and how it's going to be. And if there's never an opportunity for you to get up there and, and kind of let your little sparkle out um, and, and really grab somebody's attention, then, then that's not it. You know, you got to have a chance, an opportunity to, to be in front of people, um, to really get your message out there and, and show people what you do best. And if that opportunity is not for you, on to the next one. Yep. I wish we had good sound effects because I could have seen we could have plugged in a good uh, song right there. So I actually had a girl that I hired 
a, a lady that I hired a, a while back, sev- you know, several years back. And um, it was for a business development role. And I basically said, hey, look, our strategy is you go out there and you, you touch people. You know, you just go out there into the marketplace and you meet people. And, you know, this was a blessing and a curse. But she told me the, the very, like the second week in the job, she's like, I don't have the sparkle. <laughs> so you saying the word sparkle is kind of interesting because that's another thing. It doesn't mean that you can't necessarily go into these things without sparkle. But if you stop and think about it for a second, the world of networking requires a little something extra. You kind of have to be ready to either do something difficult or be absolutely comfortable in your skin. I mean, I, I how many times don't you go to a happy hour where it's like, here we go again. But you got to be absolutely comfortable in that skin or just be totally willing to get out of your comfort zone. In the case of this this lady that that uh, I still you know cherish the the months that I knew her, um, she because she was so candid. But she's like she says I just don't have the sparkle. I, I don't know if I could go and turn it up. You ca- I don't know if you have to turn it up. Everybody's going to have their way. But I think the sparkle is visible. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot more visible than the the opposite of sparkle. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. So tell me what what else do we have? So after you have. You, you find your opportunity to shine and you kind of let it all out, you do what? So I think once you find the right place for you or right couple of places, um, it's definitely a couple of things you can do. When you're in those situations, when you're in those groups, whatever it is, um, to really take advantage of each one of those. Um, and one of them, I think my biggest thing that I've gotten is is going alone. It, it sounds simple, but, uh, you know, you're so comfortable when you have your friends and people you know, your your wife, your husband, whoever yeah. it is that you walk in and, and you fall back to that. And, you know, we're, we're fight or flight creatures. Um, and if you've got somebody there, if you've got a safety net, you, you walk in with a crutch, you're going to fall back to that. If you don't, you're either going to be the weird guy standing in the corner or you're going to get out there and you're going to shake everybody's hand and you're going to meet everybody. And it's going to force you to do that. When you get out there and you don't have anything what, to fall back What do you talk in. to these people at, at these? What do you talk about? I mean, do you talk about the Woodford in the office or what do you talk about? Is it just wherever the dance may go? Yeah, I, I think that's usually best. Um, you know, I like to try to talk about things that aren't business to start off with because that's kind of boring, to be completely honest. When people, somebody walks up to you and says, Dude, that's hi, what that do you do? the worst. That is it's, the worst. It is. It's the most disappointing thing when you go to a place and the very first thing that they do is like whoosh, whip out the, the business card. Whoosh. It's the. It might as well be a, you know, a throwing star that they shot right at my neck. It's, it's like a like a guy passing out flyers on the drag oh across God, the yeah. and just kind of you know doing one of these like in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst, and they hit you with that, and they're like, "Hey, what do you do?" It's like, "Oh God, that's your first line," you know. Anyway, so I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's absolutely just kind of. Keep it non-business. I, I don't know if that's a tip or if that's just a rule of thumb. Just like if you jump into business, talk with me. Uh, I don't think you lost me, but you're, you're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So always. I, and if you can't come up with, you know, the, the, the perfect opening, the clever, whatever, picking somebody up in a bar type of line, <laughs> have, have something ready. Have, have some kind of fallback. Not just, hi, I'm, I'm Aiden. What do you do? But. You know, I like to, to say, what's uh, if I meet somebody, I say, what's your specialty? <laughs> Do you work you know? out? <laughs> That's it. I, I usually touch their arm first and I say, excuse me. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought I, you worked I out. You. <laughs> um, 
but 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 something a little different, just like like my example, what's your specialty? It leaves a little more open-ended. Um, it, it doesn't put people in the same box. Let them talk about whatever they want to. Um, if they want to go straight into their job and work, fine, they do. If they don't, they don't have to. It, it kind of reminds me back when, when I was in college, I had a professor who, who always stressed the import, importance in interpersonal communications of instead of asking somebody, you know, how are you doing or, you know, How's the girlfriend? Maybe they just broke up with a girlfriend. Putting them in some kind of box, he'd always say, what's, what's new in your world? That's a good one. And that's it. It leaves it completely open. You don't, you don't box somebody into something they don't want to be in. You don't you know, ask them something that's going to make them uncomfortable. It's just what's new in your world. Yeah. Man, that's interesting. I, you know, kind of coming back full circle for just a minute, talking about like what, what the, because uh, what we're, I mean, I guess what, I don't think this is where this conversation was supposed to go, but it is where it went. We're talking about the networking world. Um, when I go, man, I don't talk about work. Period. Mm. And it's and it's I I put in I put in sixty plus every week. I don't talk about work, and I know a lot of people want to because they're looking to to get to the finish line real quick. That's kind of their games. Like get me there, get me there, get me there, get me there. I, there's a place for that. I get that. I don't talk about this thing too often. Um, I honestly, and I maybe, you know what? Maybe it's a age thing. Maybe it's because I've been doing it for a while. Maybe it's all of those things kind of combined, whatever it may be. If I like you, then we'll talk, have a conversation again. And if you like me, maybe we'll have a conversation again. But if, if you're stonewalling me or throwing the business cards at me or doing all that stuff, we won't mm-hmm. and vice versa. If I'm, if I'm stonewalling you, we won't. So, um, I guess I'm just admitting if you see me anywhere, I'm not going to talk to you about what I do because <laughs> odds are we're probably having a cocktail. I mean, mm-hmm. g- generally speaking, these networking events are that. Obviously, if you go to something to, to go and talk in front of people about what you do, that's something else. But if you're at a networking event, go and just meet people, man. The best deals. We have a leaderboard outside my office. Look at the top 10. Those guys are our friends right? Mm-hmm. The best people you do business with are people you like. It's not just somebody that you, you cleverly kind of convinced to do a bunch of business. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Those are, the, those are the worst transactions ever. So I'm sorry to take that on such a rant, but the fact is, I don't know if, if there's a, in my world, mm-hmm. there's not a place to talk business at these networking events. No, no man. I mean, I mean, that's it. You know, you're going to do business with somebody, um, hopefully as many people as possible, but why not do it with somebody you like? And, and everybody else is going to have the same attitude. You know, there's a ton of lenders to choose from. There's a ton of people to sell your house to or to sell your lot to. Um, but it's not going to be a, a sign a piece of paper and they're gone. It's a long process yep. and it continues. And you want somebody that you see their phone ring and it, yeah, it makes you happy. I'm, I'm happy to talk to this guy. I'm happy to talk to this lady again because we always have a good time. Everything rolls off. It's natural. That's the kind of people I want to surround who goes, myself with. Who goes to these events? Man, everybody. And their Every, mother. Everybody and their mother. Um, and and again, a lot of times it's it's people doing the same thing I did at that tech place um, where they're not related to it at all. Um, so you never know what you're going to find. So you don't always... Another reason just not to open with the what do you do again because they might have another angle. They might do something for you that you've never you've never heard of before. Take an angle you've never thought before and you got to leave yourself open for that. 
Aiden was just at a at the what was it the Greater the Home Builders Association of Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Home Builders of Austin uh, housing forecast, which I missed, and um, and I hate that I missed it because you guys probably got some really good stats. That was great, dude. You told me something, but this is this is an example of what you kind of start thinking about when you get into these kind of ecosystems and talk to people. And and this is something that popped up. But you told me something that was so cool, and this is a little freebie for everybody out there. I don't care if you know, it, take it, do something with it. But I uh, remember he said, "Man, I wish I could have just dropped an, an airdrop on these people." <laughs> I mean, there are so many people out there that were interested in the data and the information and obviously, you know, built for this thing that we do. I wish I could have just told them, boom, here are the things that I took away from this meeting. And my name is Aiden Mosier and I'll help you finance your next project. Um, why I just said that it's because you said you go to the, you know, who are these people that show up at these events? It's people just like you at the tech meeting, just kind of going to do something different. I think at these meetings and I'm the most guilty of this man. And by guilty, I mean, this is one of my favorite things in my, in my line of business. I always go and put, come up with some crazy idea that we come and implement and turn into dollars. I don't know about you. If, if anybody's uh, listening out in California and in, um, in Kansas, um, we have, uh, we have some, some, you know, deep ties in those markets with uh, a couple of the industry leading groups. And um, man, every time I go to one of those big events, I come back just full of fuel, ready to go and knock it out based on some of the things I learned. So you go into these things and kind of get, you know, your, your brain is just going a million miles an hour too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I love it. I love going to the events and come back with, with a, either an idea or just sharpening the idea that I had a couple of weeks ago and just kind of keeping the, keeping the momentum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And you, you got to adapt in there constantly. I mean, sometimes I feel like I, I leave something and even though it was just an hour and a half, two hours, I'm exhausted puts me out more than a full, you know, eight, nine hour day of work just yeah. because you have to be so on top of everything and, and manage, you know, one conversation to the next, change change your interaction, change everything about every second to make sure you're utilizing it the right way. Break um, it down. Give give these guys some more things that they should be doing at these events. Actually, the first few things I wish we I would have known that we were walking into kind of like a top whatever list, but I mean, it is what it is. The I know I know you've got other ideas because you're doing it all the time. What else do you do? Um I shake every damn hand in the room. It's it's huge. Because like like Romney said, yeah, there's a million different people with these things, people from all walks of life doing all kinds of different things. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone to an event with somebody who's who's a little newer. Um, and within a couple minutes, I said, there's nobody here for us. I say, how do you know that? Have, have you talked to that guy? Have you talked to that lady? Have you talked to those two people over there? You don't know until you talk to every single person in that room who That's is out cool. there, whether they're for you or whether they're not. And and it's just something that it's so easy to get there. Again, going back to the fight or flight, you just, this thing switches in your mind and you say, this isn't for me. There's nothing here for me. Well, you don't know that yet because you haven't met everybody there. Hence the, hence the original comments like, go by yourself. Mm-hmm. Just go by yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I'm going to give you guys a pro tip on that one. This is a, a Romney tip. I, I wish there was a thing, like a segment called like a tip. This is a pro tip. Don't, o- don't only shake everybody's hands. Absolutely, positively shake the person in charge's hand. Yes. Every single time. Every single time it is a, uh, it, 
there's nothing that's going to move the needle more than knowing and and here's the the secret right and mm -hmm. liking yeah and you know having a relationship mm -hmm. with the people in charge once you're there everything's good i um i always try to do that i don't they don't always like me i don't always like them but when we do something special always happens you know what i mean yeah so all right, Aiden, bring it, bring it home, man, because we only have a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe tell them a couple more things that you're doing at these networking events to get your name out there, to get the business flowing, to get, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, some of this Jedi kind of shit that you're doing. Walk, walk us home. Well, let me, let me follow up with one more thing real quick, mm -hmm. kind of finishing up that last point. Um, a thing that's, that's, I think, might be the most important thing. Um, at an event like this when you're trying to shake everybody's hand in the room is getting out of conversations. <laughs> Become an expert <laughs> in that because there's so many jabronis out there that just want to sit there and talk about themselves all day long. And if you let them, they're gonna. And they're or just stay in a conversation because it's comfortable or, to not leave. Exactly. So you gotta figure out how to get out of conversations, <laughs> find the polite way, whatever your your way is. I'm not gonna give you my secrets off. Mine is, hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I throw a Takate against the wall. <laughs> and a little smoke appears. I'm out. But yeah, get get out of there. Get on to the next one. Yeah. Um, so bringing it home, I, I would say, once you find the place for you, just get involved. You know, yeah. back to back to getting to who runs the show. They take notice when you're there. When when you get a chance to run the show, when when you volunteer for things, when you put your hand up, when you're there to you know ask a good question. When there's that that awkward silence, the person that talks to the most people is who you want on your side that's who you want when you think of when they think of a lender when they think of a real estate agent if you're the one that's always on their mind because you're always doing things for them and helping them out guess what they're going to help you out they're going to come back to you so make sure you're up there make sure that your face is is at the front of the room sometimes as much as you can that you're taking ownership over something and and so that you are that expert on on one or two things, and everybody knows it's you. And the way to do that is you are involved. You are at the front of things. Your yeah. name is on the top of those emails that goes out to the listserv. You're the you're the one. I, I can't. Um, I mean, I I could attest that all day long because that's what I've been trying to do, and I think that's fantastic. All right, bro, we are we're done. So let's just maybe tell them a little bit about what's what's up with you right now? What are you doing? Well, how do you, I mean, we obviously know you're a lender, but how do they get in contact with you? What type of deals are you trying to put together? What, how are you helping these clients? How are you helping these people that are in the business? Just give them a quick rundown of what's up with you and then, and then we'll land this sucker. I mean, you know, besides the main things we've already talked about, about how you want to do business with somebody you like. And I try to line that up and I, I try to, I try to be, friends with with everybody I'm working with and if it's not going to happen you know maybe it's not for us but at the end of the day I'm also trying to save money you know <laughs> and you know some people think private lending is a little more expensive and, and it can be but the whole point of it is that you're throwing out leverage you know and and that's kind of what I sell is that leverage I want somebody to go who's going to take down four homes with a bank um comes to us and they realize, wow, I can I can build 10 homes for the same amount out of pocket that I'm building those four for. And now I don't have to raise as much equity. I don't have to give away such a big piece of the pie. And, and yeah, it's a little more expensive than a bank, but I, I'm, I'm just 
leveraged out to the point where I can extend myself and I can extend my money and really start turning top dollar profit. And and that's that's what I sell. That that's what what I love to do for people is is to see them save that money and give them those opportunities to really scale themselves yeah. up and become something new. All right, dude. Here here it is. Let's I'm gonna land it just because we're out of time, but uh, I appreciate you being on the show. This is the first time you've done it. We obviously office right next to each other, so this is super cool. Yeah. But let's um let me let these guys know a little bit more about you. We didn't necessarily talk too much about this. You you started going into it. You said you touched 35 countries. You traveled the world. You came back begging for a job, of course. <laughs> all those things that you kept saying over and over and over again. Um, you did have a life-changing experience there. And that was pretty, pretty special in so many ways. And it's funny, when you came back, when you left, you already had kind of like you were a five-tool guy, right? And you came back, and I, I wouldn't call it a you know six tool guy, but you just came back with a, an extra little edge, something something else happening out there. And I, I see you talking to the people that we talk to, and it's like they're still immediately um, attracted to your your charisma, your your aura, your you know everything you got. I um, I believe, man you're doing something special because you're giving these guys money and you're giving them more leverage and giving them the opportunity to grow. But I also think you got, um, it's super cool to see you do it because you also have the, the, the personal side of it. Like you care about this thing and, and it's, and it comes through yeah. so much with, like I said, you know, ladies, this shows for you. It's not necessarily for you. It's just, this dude is like the epitome of cool. You know what I mean? So not only do I appreciate you, um, I want you back on the show. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know what you want to talk about next time. Maybe we talk about your world travels. Maybe we talk about what the hell leverage means. I think but, people people will get tired of hearing me talk about that, man. I'll talk for three days straight. So oh, you get about 20 podcasts out of that. Let's do that. Then. I don't know if we dare. I'm yeah. on the same channel as this one. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the BBC stuff. We're So Aiden, um, appreciate you. You came up with a couple of Jedi things on this one today. I'm not sure which one was better than the other. I really don't. But I do know that the way that we've grown this business and you could, you can not only attest, but you're the proof is in the pudding. It's doing what you just said. You get out there, shake some hands. Uh, next time we'll organize this a little bit better because we just jumped right into like networking one Oh one, but boy, happy to have you back. Happy that everybody gets to hear your voice. And, uh, I guess I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing what 2019 does, man. I, I, I know you've got a, you, you got some dry powder in there ready to put out <laughs> on the street. It's, it's ready to burn, man. All it's right. ready to burn. Well, listen, back to our sponsors at Tecate. <laughs> I, I hope that we don't get in trouble for that because we we're not sponsored yeah. by Tecate. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers, amigo. I appreciate you, and uh, we'll, see, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Yeah. That's it for this week's Firestarter Podcast. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Until then, I'm Romney Navarro. Always keep the flame in your heart, and I'll see you at the top.